Greetings, I'm Goodness Collins. You're welcome again to our Life by the Truth podcast on the Beatitudes. Today is part 11, our last episode on this series. Let us pray. Our most loving Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for giving us the privilege to hear from you again. Please, I ask for utterance. I pray that these words of life will be a blessing to your children. Help us to live according to your will. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 from verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. In our last episode, we learned that all who would tread the path of right doing must be made perfect through suffering. Having known that the life of Christ is not the one of ease, we also learned that we can walk safely in the darkest path if we have the light of the world as our guide. And we learned that a crown of life awaits all who will stand and suffer for Christ's sake. Amen. Today, let's examine Matthew chapter 5, verse 11 and 12, which says, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Amen. Did you notice what Jesus said our response should be when we are persecuted for his sake? He says rejoice. Now this is where it really gets out of hand for many believers. Because he says, not only do I say you are blessed if you are persecuted for righteousness sake, I am telling you to rejoice and be exceeding glad. Now, did you notice the sequence of salvation in the beatitude as we have gone through them? First, you repent. Repentance is being poor in spirit. You mourn for your condition. You humble yourself before God. You hunger and thirst after his word. When you get his word and the living water of Jesus, you can demonstrate it by being merciful to others. As our life becomes pure through the power of the Holy Spirit, we begin to work for the Lord in bringing others to him, which in no doubt will bring about persecution. The Bible says all that live godly will suffer persecution. So if you are living pure, if you are humbling yourself, if you are doing God's will and you are feeding on his word, you are going to be persecuted. Think about it. If we are not being persecuted and all that live godly will suffer persecution, what does that mean? It means maybe we are not living godly. Yes. Do you know this beatitude are the picture of Christ's life and ministry? It's an outline from Jesus to all who desire to form attitude that will fit into his kingdom. The first says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Speaking about Christ, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, for our sakes he became poor. Blessed are they who mourn. Isaiah chapter 53 said the Messiah was a man of sorrow, acquainted with grief. He mourned sin so intently that he was sweating blood. Blessed are the meek. The Bible tells us about Jesus in Matthew 11, 29. I am meek and lowly in heart. And in Isaiah 53, he was oppressed and afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He's led as a lamb to the slaughter, as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. He opened not his mouth. He was meek. Do you see? Many of us do the opposite. We want to fight back immediately. That's not the attitude of Christ. Was he in the wilderness hungry? Yes. 
And he said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4 4. He hungered for something more. He was testing after God because he had been separated from his father. Blessed are the merciful. Was Jesus merciful? Yes. James chapter 5, verse 11 told us the Lord is compassionate and merciful. In John 8, verse 11, he said, Neither do I condemn you. Speaking about the woman that was caught in the very act, go and see no more. Though she was guilty. How about being pure? Is Jesus pure? The Bible says your word is very pure. Psalm 119 verse 140. Is Jesus the word of God? Is he pure? Yes. John chapter 18 verse 38. Pilate said, I found no fault in him. How about the thief on the cross? He said, this man had done nothing wrong. Jesus was pure in all his dealings. Amen. Was he a peacemaker? He is the Prince of Peace, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Colossians chapter 1 verse 20, the Bible says, Jesus' blood was what sealed the covenant with us. He came as a peacemaker. Amen. Are you a peacemaker? Am I a peacemaker? You see, we are to examine our lives. How far do we need to go in explaining the last one? Was he persecuted? Yes. They said all manner of evil against him falsely. They accused him of being a drunkard, a wine biber. They accused him of being a Samaritan, a demon possessed. He was even persecuted physically. So you see, in Matthew chapter 5, he was really saying his introductory remark. He was saying, this is who I am. Then he lit it out in front of them all. He demonstrated it with his life. Friend, when you read through the Beatitude, if you have any question about how to define them, look at Jesus. As you look at Jesus, it will become real to your soul as you live daily in the presence of God and in your work with others. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We appreciate you because it is your will that our life and character will conform to your will. Please help us. Bless my friend. Give us the power to live out your word in our daily lives that we will prepare for your soon return. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Remain blessed until we meet again next week.